I had to take a sip of coffee. Thank you so much. Welcome to Platchat Overwatch, episode 212, here on a Friday at 11 a.m. PST. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. It's my fault for the scheduling issues, but I'm really grateful because we got a fantastic cast for today's show. We have to, of course, bring on the very best because we got Season 9 coming up. It's going to be a massive, massive competitive rework. Lots of changes coming up. So, of course, we have to get the talent member with the most insane takes, the most, the most truing ratio of all the talent members. It's Avril, of course. We have to get yeah. the, best, the best European main support of all time, Funny Astro. Honestly, I don't Thank even you. know who's second. Like Neptune or something? I don't know who's second. God, come on. Uh, FD God? All right, got it, got it. And, well, of course, because we're talking about Season 9, <laughs> we have to get the guy who's probably the most familiar with Season 9, oh, yeah. what's coming in the upcoming season. So, it's going to be a great show. Thank you for joining us here on the show. Um, no, for real, though, I wanted to bring Funny Astro on and RuPaul on because, of course, uh, your new teams were announced this past week. So, we'll yeah. talk a little bit about that. Um, but I think we'll start with Season 9. Um, and, everything. And, and, real, and real quick, yeah. Custer's, new Custer's new team also got announced, but he didn't oh, want to show up on the show. So that's unlucky. You know, someone that someone else's team that got announced but couldn't make the show. That's uh, just too bad, really. Did he actually? scrimming right now. Yeah, he's busy. He, he's posted one tweet in like a week or two tweets in a week. There's no announcement here. So maybe they're starting with an org. I don't know. The content creator team is going to be good. I think they got like Emong and uh, Karki or something. But yeah. It's gonna be good. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk here about season nine and everything that comes with it. We got the trailer, of course. Actually, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm all over the place here because it's Friday. I'm not used to this. We got to talk about Manscaped. Manscaped, of course, supporting Platchat. And this week is a big week. It's a big week for Manscaped. A big week for all the Americans. Everyone who's interested in football. I can't say that we have the most diehard football fans on the show when it comes to American football. Anyway, I don't know about Funny Astro in the Premier League. I we'll love talk about American that football. Adam's got a 49ers tank top. There is no way. Where did you get I that? I don't know. Bro? I uh, just some clothing store in Australia. I don't. I I just want to be known. I will not be watching the Super Bowl. I don't even know anything about football. I don't really care about. What football. drew you but to I, that tank top? But I. It was. Uh, I like the color red, and uh, it had two numbers on it. It said four and nine, and a random city from the United States. I think it's in the in the Midwest, San Francisco. That's uh, the Midwest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. bait. That's bait. Um, so yeah, yeah. And they're That's playing bait. against. The, I think they're playing against a Canadian team in the final. I think Kansas is in Canada. Is that in Quebec somewhere? I don't know. Wow. So all right, making Close. friends, making friends here on the podcast. Anyway. It's time for the ultimate face-off. The Beard Bowl is here. As the two best teams square off to see who the champion of facial fuss is, our friends at Manscaped are prepping everything you need for game day. Manscaped's Beard Hedge Pro Kit is MVP of facial grooming, offering precision trimming, water-resistant technology, and enough styling options to outplay any opponent. And guess what? You can join the winning team along with 10 million men who already trust Manscaped with our special offer. Just here. Just here on Platchat. Go to manscaped.com and use code PLATCHAT for 20% off and free shipping. Craft your winning look with Manscaped. Don't let your beard be benched. It's just a spotlight on the biggest stage. Manscaped Beard Hedge Pro Kit is the ultimate franchise player to take your grooming game to the end zone. This package has made it easier than ever to craft your signature look with ease. Featuring the Beard Hedger cordless trimmer, it packs one guard with 20 different lengths. That's right, no more messy drawers full of guards, but wait, there's more. The Beard Hedger is water resistant as well. Run it under the sink, shave in the shower, for easy cleanup. It's time to move the sticks from your old beard racer. Look and feel ready for the big game every day with Manscaped's beard formulas, formulations, including beard balm, beard oil, shampoo, and conditioner. There you go. Use code PLATCHAT for 20% off and free shipping. As Solomon just gracefully shows with, with, his, with, his, with his mouse. 
Just surfing. Show the rocket. The I want to see the rocket. The what? Rocket. Oh, the rocket. Do we have the rocket, Solomon? I don't know if we have it ready. Show the Put rocket. On the spot. Yeah, yeah the sorry about is. that. It wasn't me, oh, it was Avril, to be fair. But we do have a little Manscaped rocket that we can show off sometimes, so... Everyone, everyone's, everyone oh. likes the rocket. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> whoa. <laughs> what was that about? Oh, oh. Uh, they, they got tutorials, I guess, so, you know, if you, if you get up the, the yeah, Manscaped deal, you can check out the tutorials right there on the website, and I could show well, you how to use it. Well, the audio listeners, that was not the rocket that Johnny was impressed by. Yeah. If the rocket comes up, I'll be the one going, oh. Yeah. That's how you know the rocket came up. Yeah. Probably this is it. No, that's, that's the weed whacker. I will tell you, Manscaped. I don't know if you're listening, Manscaped. I, I, I know if you're listening, Manscaped. I, I, if you need a tutorial on trimming nose hair, hit me up because I need to trim my nose hairs pretty soon. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm really set up for that. It's going to be good. Anyway, use code Platter for 20% off free, for free shipping. There you go. All right, let's jump into season nine. Um, we don't have all the information that we really want. There's the rocket. There's the rocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. There you go. Oh, yeah, it is it. sick. Oh, I like that. I like that. Uh, but we did get the trailer. So do we want to jump into the trailer? Um, and I will say, I promise I've spoken so much here and I will get the opinions of funny ass RuPaul and Avril. I promise. Uh, but I do just want to quickly say about this amazing trailer that I do think that Jess had something to do with this. Obviously, Jess used to uh, be an Overwatch League Observer uh, and get a full time job at Blizzard. So congratulations to are Jess. We, are we about to watch the trailer? Uh, this is not it. This is, before before this is we watch it, it but, um... before we watch the trailer, <laughs> what RuPaul? What's in the trailer? What's in the? What everyone? Everyone's yeah, seen in the, the trailer. Only you know RuPaul. But what about the people that haven't seen the trailer? Like, if, uh, uh, well, if you, if you, if you were to just hypothetically, if you had never seen the trailer before, what do you think would be in the trailer? What do I think? Probably some like new weapon skins. He's new right. Season, how, does this, how does this guy know? Like new He's characters, right. the new character mythic skin, something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, he said there new characters. Like, hold up, hold up. Is there a hey, brand he knows new something here? We don't. We don't know. He knows something. Over what are you, you talking that, Rupal? <laughs> yeah. It's full competitive rework. Of course, they've been hinting at this for a long time now. Here at BlizzCon, they're gonna do a, a rework, and you know, there's lots of come with that. They got the rank reset here. Everyone's talking about the rank seat reset. It's a soft reset. It's a hard reset. We actually had a developer come out saying it was a soft rank reset, but. Everyone's excited for placement matches again. It's going to be fun. Uh, obviously, updated here, competitive system. Uh, when it comes to, you know, your win and loss, you have a better understanding of your record. Jade weapons. I saw some people upset about these jade weapons, but I'm excited to not only have a gold gun every single game. There's more options now, so we'll talk more about that, of course. Um, so there seems to be a lot in this update. A funny Astro, let's start with you. You've been around in Overwatch for a very long time here now, since, you know, 2016. We're old heads. How yep. excited are you for season nine? With everything that's coming, how excited are you on a scale of one to ten? Ten. Ten, ten? for sure. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter. It, it doesn't even matter if the changes changes suck, but there's big changes, and that's all that like all that's important to Overwatch is that, that we get content and we get big changes. Because Overwatch one, we just had like the content drought for three years, right? But oh, now, that was terrible. Yeah, nothing can be worse than that. Like <laughs> as lo as long as they're giving us constant content and a feed of balance updates that there is some reasoning behind them you know maybe they want to get rid of one shots and make everyone a bit tankier and make projectiles easier to hit and stuff like that but it doesn't even matter if the decisions they're making is a right i think it'll just make ten. the game feel fresh yeah what about like, you Avril? Is it, yeah but hey, real quick the wide 10 is it have you 
is 10 like a normal rating for a new season for you or is this like special because it's uh, been nine special. seasons you talk about the content drought but we, we're way past <laughs> it went nine seasons past that now so it's like is this one in particular a 10 or do you, do you just give out 10s quite often ah this one in particular i think like the rank really? rework is obviously needed as well i don't think anyone was happy with the new rank system to be honest no that's true the old rank system was just better it's kind of hard to argue otherwise. I was nice uh, I was in like, my nostalgia yesterday. It. I I posted like one of the screenshots where you, we where I was like ranked twenty six or something at like forty six hundred SR. Like that was just way better for the Astro. Yeah, it was just better. And I mean, being able to see how far people are above you on the leaderboards is going to be really important as well. I mean, it only matters for like a few people, I think. But it will be a nice quality of life update. I hope. I. I mostly just care about the uh, the the gameplay changes here. I think the rank stuff would be pretty good, but I, I as someone that was like never really cared too much about ranked. In general, I, well, ranked is important to the game, regardless of who plays it or not. But yeah. um, like a lot of the stuff that I complained about, that I was very vocal about in the in terms of the, I guess we can say balance of the game, but just in terms of maybe design of the game is a bit more accurate because I've been very vocal about one shots of the past. There's been a lot of discussion about that. Even on Overwatch to release with Sojourn, we're talking about should it be a one shot, should it not be a one shot? I've been like, I don't think there should be a one shot. Here's the different ways I think Sojourn's railgun needs to be tuned and all that kind of stuff. Um, and generally, I think most people don't don't like burst damage, don't like one shots in this game. And I think that was one thing that needed to be addressed fully. And the way to do that is by looking at health pools and looking at the overall HP of the characters and um everyone's been complaining about how good healing's been that's been something i haven't really liked and you know blizzard thought about reducing global healing uh for overwatch 2 launch i think they messed around with that in the in the alpha maybe even pre-alpha decided not to go with it and i was disappointed i was like man i would have loved to have you know an overwatch game that had less healing generally speaking uh but now we are going to get that but we're going to get that with less burst damage with higher hp pools which you know if everything is done right might based on what Blizzard is saying and based on my interpretation, if everything is done correctly, then the time to kill should be roughly maintained to where it is now before Season 9, but with basically no burst damage and reduced healing globally across the board, which is a huge win for the game. So I've uh, got high hopes. I don't know how it's going to play out yet, but I've got high hopes. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll get more to the to the to the you know health changes and stuff like that. That's in the blog later. Uh, RuPaul, I wanted to ask you. You probably spend the most time playing ranked out of any of us. I don't know how much Funny Astro is grinding these days. I know he's streaming Funny Astro, but RuPaul, I mean, you're you're playing the game every day at the highest level, the top lobbies. There's a lot of Grandmaster One players. What's the ranked experience been for you like? And are you excited about the champion rank coming out? Yeah, I'm actually really excited about the new patch as well because it feels like. Uh, they're catering to both like like the top level and they're also trying to uh, help out like the lower level too at the same time which i think most patches they just try and do one or they just don't look at the pro level at all so adding the champion rank for like one thing like that's that's awesome like i think pros have been wanting something like that for a long time just to be like considered one of the best players like uh, in your region like top 500 is there but especially after roll lock it's more like top 1500 because every roll yeah and so with champion rank being smaller and like more exclusive i think it gives not just pros but like aspiring uh like amateur players it gives them something more to grind for than just top 500 and that's on top of the ranks changes as well like being able to see your progress uh i think for the for all like in the pro scene 
the changes are really good. Yeah. Funny answer, RuPaul. What, what, what is playing top 500 like these days? Like, how are the quality of lobbies, the queue times? Like, what's your, what's your experience playing the game on a daily basis? Well, in Europe, I think it's a little different than NA. I don't know how many min-maxes you have in NA. But the, the lobbies kind of just depend on whether you have a min-maxer in there or not. Like, so min max is someone on a GM1 account playing on a GM4 account, just like, and then dueled with someone else. And it just like, it ruins a lot of lobbies. And I'm hoping the new changes, if there's like a new boundary, if you're, what is it called? Like, it wasn't challenger, right? What was the champion, name of the new champion, rank? Champion. champion. Yeah, if you're champion, hopefully you can't duel with someone who's way lower rank than you and pull down the SR. But I think, yeah, I'm not exactly sure how the new rank restrictions work, but I'd like to see that got rid of because every game where there's a min-max just feels horrible to play in. Yeah, I agree. I also think, uh, at least for me, like, I know I'm kind of on like a watch list right now, but the queue times have been like absolutely horrendous. And I think one of the big reasons why is because when I, I do it with like a few like Korean players, and I think like the the average like rank there is actually lower than in NA. Like somehow like the top players in NA, like the top 10, their MMR is like stupid high. And so it makes their queue times really long, even though like they're not like that much better than the players under them. Uh, and I'd, I'd hope the new changes, like the reset fixes that. Yeah. Hey. What, what's what's the ping like when you play with Korean players? Is that do you think that could affect it? Uh, no. I think I mean when they're like VPNing, they're probably they were on like one like sixty, one eighty. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. Funny answer. I interrupted you. Go ahead. I I think queue times are always going to be a problem. I think it's something that's just unsol unsolvable. Once you hit like a certain like MMR in game, I think you can't really expect to have fast queue times. It, it doesn't matter what game you're in, like. Dota, CS, League, they're all the same. Like, I don't think a single game has found the solution to this problem. Of one, Once you get that high and your rating is like, say, 200 SR above anyone else on the leaderboard, it's just going to be impossible to find games. I think if you're a champion rank, you just have to expect that. Yeah. Ideally, the game just throws you in with GM players. And I don't know if it would be really bad if Masters players were also in there. But like, it, you, you, do you want... A game that's just going to be full of the best players only, and it's going to take you an hour to get in there, or do you just want quicker queues? You have to accept the fact that you're going to have to have players in your lobby that might be a little bit lower rank. Because you're introducing a brand new rank. It's like, bro, if it's going to be a champions only thing where, like, you hit champion rank and you, you know, your games are just going to be only champions players, I don't know how you guys are going to be like two, three hour queues, man. It's going to be insane. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work, but they're going to have to have a situation where in a lobby you're going to have some GM players, maybe one champion player per team, a couple of champion players per team. Could be an unfortunate Masters guy in there. Who knows? Mm. Funny, Astro, how do you feel about the, the game in, in general now? Because, you know, you play, you play for a long time. I don't mean to make you out like some old head here, but like, you know... <laughs> I'm pretty old head. It's fine. I, I'm used I to it now. Everyone's kind of like gone through these phases. You know, if you've been playing since 2016, where you're just like, oh, I'm not really feeling the game right now, and you just want to take a bit of a break, and you're not enjoying it as much. How are you? Much, how much are you enjoying the game playing these days, versus like a few years ago, or you know, Overwatch One, or whatever? I think it's in. I think it's in a good state. I think I definitely enjoy the game like a little bit less than I used to. Um, at some point, I would probably call it more of an addiction than enjoyment. But <laughs> <laughs> like in 2016, I was playing 12 hours a day. That's a little more. I don't think I cared what state the game was in. I'd say it's in a pretty good state at the moment. 
Um, I think almost everything is viable. There's a lot of different team comps. I think region to region, we're going to find lots of differences in playstyle, especially with like OWCS coming up. We'll see how people play the game differently and sort of what different metas evolve. So I think it's in a good state. Yeah, yeah. Um, before before we kind of move on from Champions Rank and, and Top 500 and stuff like that, we did have Jake on a few weeks ago when uh, OWCS was announced and we talked about Face It and stuff like that. Avril, I don't think you were on that episode. Were you on that episode? Uh, you, I, I think I was. Yeah, you I, were I wasn't on the game show episode. Yeah. yeah. And but, uh, yeah. They, um, I was going to come on here and do a game show today. I was like, you know what? That'd be. No. Anyway. <laughs> we, we discussed the idea of like FPL and Face It integration and stuff like that as well. RuPaul, how how would you feel about something like FPL coming? I don't know if you partook in any like uh, in-house lobbies and stuff like that. You know, back when the Overwatch League was around, and they really tried to get that running in like 2019 or 2020 and stuff. How how would you feel about the idea of FPL as a more serious way to, you know, practice the game outside of scrims? Uh, yeah, I actually, I, mean, I actually have never. I came into the scene pretty late, so I don't. I never played in any like in-house. Uh, played circus. I played. Maybe two games of circus, and then I just never played again because I lost. <laughs> um, but I do think if there was a well-run system that was like viable and and like everybody was playing it as well, like all the pros, like that would definitely be like a really cool aspect for the for the game. What about you, Funny Astro? I I think it's cool, but I think it's never going to happen. I think they'll never like push people Whoa. to mm -hmm. playing FPL instead of playing ranked. I agree. Uh, I don't know. Are you sure? It's because of the leaderboard. Oh. <laughs> Do you know something oh, I don't? I said this. I said this on the the two weeks ago in the episode we we were with Jake. The reason why I agree with Funny Astro is because I don't see a world where Blizzard is going to support or even allow a system that competes with their ranked system. It just doesn't make sense for them to do. Um, you yeah. know, Valve just don't care about their game. That's that's whatever. They Valve just they're they're in their own lane. You know, Blizzard, the Blizzards and rights of the world, they're not going to do that. I just, it's not within their DNA. I could be totally wrong and maybe they would, but it would, I think that would decrease the value of ranked. It would decrease how the experience of ranked as well. If you can imagine like a bunch of good players left ranked play FPL, uh, I think both experiences would kind of suffer because unless everyone kind of adopts FPL or everyone plays ranked, you're going to get into this 50 50 of both, where like some players in FPL, some players are ranked. Ranked players don't have all the best players, and you know the the queue times for the top players are going to be even longer because there's not enough of the top players there. And the FPL don't have an, unless they get all the top players. I don't know how long it's going to get to get their, those games going as well. Uh, I might be talking total shit because I I haven't tried FPL and Counter Strike, and maybe that's like way easier. Well, actually, it's it's definitely easier there because that's the that's the more ex, ex, uh, accepted platform to play play high level ranked games. No one actually plays ranked in Counter Strike. So, but that's what I'm saying, right? Because no one really plays ranked Counter Strike. Everyone plays FPL. They've all moved away from ranked to play FPL, and you would need yeah. a similar thing in Overwatch to make FPL super viable. And I just don't think I don't see Blizzard ever endorsing a comp a competitor product a, a product to their own ranks. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I think it's in a tough spot. I th I think I'd love to see more high tier lobbies and like pros going a place like fpl to to, to get the highest practiced uh 
um, streaming those matches as well. But, you know, we're seeing Funny Astro stream scrims and a lot of other pros stream scrims. I know Rapal stream, uh, streaming his matches sometimes. So that seems to be commonly accepted uh, these days. I don't know if that's going to carry over into OWCS, but it's fun to see that uh, content anyway. Um, I want to get into the Season 9 blog that they kind of posted yesterday called Revitalizing the Overwatch 2 Experience. And they touched on some of these competitive changes. I don't know how, <laughs> how like, invested you guys are in uh, the rank information uh, and going up and down. I will certainly say as someone who's watched and who is not GM1 and who is not playing the highest tier lobbies, it is frustrating to just agonizingly watch your rank update after every five wins and you're just kind of praying that you go up in rank and you have no information. Um, so this is a graphic. I, they kind of show this at BlizzCon. You know, it involves the win streak, the loss streak, calibration, uphill battle, reversal, volatile, consol consolation, and expected as like different reasons why you're going up and down uh, in a particular math here. Just giving me more insight. And there's this progress bar as well. Um, is this part of your excitement, Funny Astro? When, it, when you say a 10, is this part of it? You're getting more rank information? I think this is good for more casual players. I think once okay, you I, hit, I like, guess I'm a casual player. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> once you hit like champion one, surely there's going to be like there's no bar to go up to. What about you, Avril? Oh, it, once you hit champion, don't you just isn't that just top five hundred? Just you're climbing those ranks. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but I'm assuming there's overlap, no like right? bar or anything. Maybe you'll still see this this cute little graphic that shows up at the end of your game. What? But I thought this was what everyone wanted. Like everyone wanted more uh transparency on like how much they were gaining or losing and you know because yeah, people don't want to wait five wins to find out what their new rank is they want to know like what the hell is actually going on that's, yeah, that's but, more for the casual side right thing. yeah for the if pros you're in the top it doesn't 500 oh uh, yeah i was gonna say for the pros it doesn't matter they're just looking at their top 500 like rank so this this like doesn't change at all Maybe it would be nice yeah. to know why we're going. Good for the now. general players, though. If yeah. it's good for the general players, yeah, yeah. it's good for the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like again, I don't, I don't want to be full like roasting the glasses here, but you know, as someone who really did appreciate seeing the SR and like the number go up and go down, and it, it, it kind of made sense to an extent. Like, I'm happy to see more information because I, I don't know how the general public feels. You know, maybe we'll have some people chime in on the chat as well, um, see what they think. But the current system, I, I, I just it's for someone who's trying to be competitive and trying to you know rise up in ranks and stuff it's 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 agonizing with the current lack of information you don't, don't have any insight so this can only be good for the game and um i'm looking forward I, to see i will say more of this my favorite thing to come out of that is is the meme expected you were favored and you won and i think you know that's got to be an award at some point the expected you were favored and you won award for just like breezy or just like demolishing an opponent that you just you know you always made to beat these guys. It's something funny about that. I don't know why that that was a thing that people isolated out of that, but it is entertaining. I do enjoy it. Yeah. What about uh, what about placement matches? It's the first time in a while we're getting uh, a rank reset here, and this is something that you know people have been raving about for a very, very, very long time now. Um, you know, since since the good old days, people wanted rank resets all the time. I'm not in the right rank. Um, I guess the only logical question to ask here. Uh, with Funny Astro and RuPaul being GM1. Do you feel like there is an influx of players in your lobbies that shouldn't be in your lobbies? Uh... Yes. <laughs> because, not actually not, not like that many, but there are a lot of games where, you know, I check their profile, I'm like, alright, what, what does this guy play? And then I look at like their past seasons and they just like shot up in rank. Like they were like yeah. platinum and then next season 
GM one. Like that's definitely not normal. Yeah. Got coached that's... up. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I I mean because I, people have been asking this for a long time, and I think obviously part of it is because they're introducing this new rank, so they need to redistribute, redid, redistribute um, everyone, of course, in, in in you know the spectrum of GM one champions, etc. So the top end players are still gonna get probably like GM1 and then climb into champion and stuff like that. Uh, but also I think that everyone's going to receive a bit of a bump. You know, if you were gold last season, maybe you'll get plat this season and so forth. So um, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, people are asking if it's a full-on rank reset or full-on MMR reset. Um, I just think it's rank, just like a rank reset. So yeah. yeah. Just rank. And yeah. I, I actually think it's going to be, the, I don't know, I think they said in this blog, maybe I'm, maybe I'm talking uh, trash again, but like this is meant to be more difficult uh to climb like this is definitely like they were saying like champion's going to be you know even if you're a really good player and you were gm before it's going to take a bit of grind to get a champion um and yeah okay so yeah rank reset softer reset mmr will start out lower higher your mmr the further down you will start if you're in gm1 today expect to climb what i'm saying right and um this is going to be pretty chaotic to start out with because the reason why they never wanted to do rank reset before because people have been asking for one for all of overwatch 2 is the fact that it will just create a ton of chaos it's not going to settle for a while so you're going to get some really wacky games um i'm probably going to avoid ranked for maybe the first month it's like the new flashy thing but i'm like bro i don't know if i can just jump in there and just like <laughs> feed on that chaos day one um hopefully it's a good thing but I'm more curious about the regularity of it. Is this, is this a one-time thing? We're going to get this annually. Because the seasons are going to be annually now, right? So the ranked seasons anyway. A full ranked year. Does that mean we get a reset after every year of ranked? Like, how does that work? Or I got, is, I got, this, I got some this, leaks for you. Or is it's, this a one-time? It's, it's public so leaks. It's public you, leaks. So it's out in the oh, okay, public. I was going to say, I was like, is your but source it's, it's rude, did he leak it to you and then now you're leaking publicly or what's I going on? I was screaming yesterday. I was streaming. I was playing some ranked. You know, we're all trying to be content creators to make a living this year. I was trying to do some streaming. Blizzard developer comes into my chat. I'm not going to say their name. You can go back to the vault and watch yourself. And I say, oh, wouldn't it be cool if rank resets every year? And this, this, this Blizzard developer said, oh, that's a pretty cool idea. So, not confirmed. I don't want to see Overwatch <laughs> cavalry out there tweeting that this happened. I don't, I don't want to see people on Overwatch Anonymous making statements and stuff like that. And it certainly, I did not, I did not impact my NDA contract. So, don't want anything to do with it, that. But there was a developer who commented on poor, that. This poor Blizzard developer. They're going to go look in your chat and find your chat logs and find was this he, guy. Uh, I guess I'm deleting the VOD. Was, yeah. he, uh, was the was the was the account name Blizz underscore employee account created January twenty twenty four? Is that the one or? Uh, well, I didn't look when the account was created. It would have been a shame if the account was created yesterday. That would have been bait that I fell for. But anyway, that's out out there. So yes, a rank reset every year. That I, I think Def that'd be pretty cool to get people involved. Definitely underscore Blizz underscore employee was the account name. I think. <laughs> It, it would be cool. It would be cool because again, they they spoke about this at BlizzCon how they want to do like a proper reset, and they're making up a lot of big changes for this upcoming rank, quote unquote, year. 
And so for next year, they want to do a big overhaul again. You know, there's going to be something else besides jade weapons, maybe like emerald yeah. or something, you know? Well, that's the thing, right? They got it. Well, okay, emerald well, and jade. Yeah, they're, they're, they're both no, it's the same fucking thing. Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> let's change the colors up a little bit here, fellas. Um, no, yeah, that's the whole point, right? The the, the ranked season, uh, not the, the season, the content season, the ranked season need to be annually, right? So they can do some cool stuff there where maybe you could get like a full rank reset yearly annually and and with some new rewards annually as well so yeah every time they reset ranks there has to be a big patch though like there's got to be a reason to reset the rank because if someone climbs to fuck it someone climbs to a top 100 and then you just reset rank without changing the patch they're just going to climb to top 100 again no like i mean they'll change the patch but whether it'll be big or not is up to debate i feel like it's got to be a big patch with it every time i also i also don't think they should just like arbitrarily make a a large patch note change just for the sake of a rank reset because it's like oh well we're gonna reset rank better make a big patch for it's like no 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 no. make a big patch if you actually need to make a big patch for the game don't just randomly do that shit just because of rank once a year for a laugh you know have a bit of fun big patch i I think (laughs) (laughs) but i do think like big changes keep the game like fresh i think that's like yeah other games do that. As long that. as it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. As, as, long, as, long, as long as it makes sense. Not arbitrary. It... Not just ran, Not just rolling the dice and just throwing yeah, darts. Yeah, yeah. You've yeah, yeah. got to put some thought into it, but I think there needs to be like big updates yearly. Oh, God. No. Yeah, Salomon, what are you? What are you? Oh, wow. Wait, there, there, there's actually someone called definitely a Blizzard employee. No, I think Solomon trolled you. I think Solomon trolled you. Am I getting right trolled? Now. Oh, this Solomon, is a troll. Solomon, Solomon went into the Twitter, <laughs> the, not the, Twi- the Twitch files and manually edited some stuff. He was, he's in the Matrix right now. He's got the green text coming down. All right. Well, the rest wasn't doing. trolling. The people in my chat really did hype me up. So, you know, that's, that's, they, they gassed me up. That's, that's not trolling. Wow, I really fell for that Solomon. Uh, RuPaul, you had something to say about changing up the patches? Uh, I mean, no, I was just saying, like, yeah, doing these, like, big patches, like, the one they're doing right now, like, I think that's really good for the game. Big changes. Uh, as long as they have, like, an idea that they want to go for, like, okay, we want to make the game more like this. Like, they have a reason for it. It's not just random. I think that keeps the game fun, uh, keeps content going, and that's what, like, other games do when they're successful, so it's good yeah yeah i mean i i'm pretty much for rank resets because there has been a few instances i don't know rupaul if if you took issue with the mauga influx where like all the tank players just climbed this mauga and you know you got some crap tank players who can't play other heroes and stuff like that i mean we had mercy back in the day and you know there's still some mercies to this day but um you know a rank reset wouldn't hurt in that regard right to get to get rid of some people who might have been influx uh you know get get influx ranked because of they abuse some send all the mercies hero. right back down to bronze is what you is what this is right no, I, actually, I actually think mog is worse i think mog, mog yeah, might Mago be was for did, you sure the worst. did you guys talk about mog on on uh on Plat chat oh, oh wait yeah funny astro and hawk they okay, went okay. in i think okay that, i think that's the worst character that that they made in overwatch 2 in the rush one but i don't know he's he was terrible yeah we'll even have a short in his no, name. no disagreements yeah. there yeah yeah, hopefully, hopefully less of that because that is obviously an issue with like if you abuse an overpowered hero and suddenly you're like GM and you're in RuPaul and Funny Astros lobbies and you're you're like go swap Winston and they're like what like I I can't play Winston so that's, that's a bit this of an issue. Do you get called, it's like frog right. brain. <laughs> frog, frog brain was on Malgar in all of my games, running it down. 
You know, they all, they, it's always like uh, they play Maga and then they, their other role is DPS and they play Bastion. Like, that's their hero pool Maga and Bastion. <laughs> Literally describing Frogbrain right now. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we have a Frogbrain in NA too, I think. A Might couple. Be the same guy. He's just yeah, running but... all these accounts in. Back in my ranks, we got, we got a lot of Junkrat players in my lobbies in like GM4. There's a lot of Junkrat players and some Bastion players. It's uh, it, it's GM4? not it's not it's yeah. I, what 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 do you mean GM4? <laughs> when you're a pro player, yes. Are you in GM4? Because I'm not a pro because, anymore. What do you mean? Because he's not abusing Malga. If if Johnny uh, yeah. was abusing Malga, yeah. he'd be GM1. See, that's that's why he, he didn't get the memo. That's what happened. Look, I'm on, I'm on the rise. This is my year, okay, Funny Astro? You yeah. don't gotta roast me on my own podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned I'll see Junkrat. you in champion one. You mentioned okay. Junkrat. I actually think Junkrat is, like, unbelievably strong. Like, especially right now. In, in NA, really? GM1. Really? Yes, yes. In no, NA, GM1, Junkrat really? is really right. one of the strongest picks, yes. All, like, the Owl DPS started playing it, too, and it's just... It's actually, I would say... So annoying to play against. Yeah, like I would you say just get one half shot. the games. Yeah, half the games just have a Junkrat on one team, and it's... Yeah, but why is he good? Why is he's, he good? He's good because he can one-shot. That, that, that's pretty much it. He can, one, <laughs> he can just one-shot people. Any character that can one-shot is going to be strong, but what makes him like especially strong is you don't really need to like aim, and you don't need to like do anything special. You can just hide in a corner. On Widow, it's like, oh shit, I, I, have, to, I have to grapple up, Hit a crazy shot, or I have to play at the back of the map, and like hopefully they like walk into my like sightline. But junk, you can just you can just one shot people like right next to them. He's all, he's one of the best like duelists as well. Like that's what like Seeker and Hydra and like these guys just match Junkrat against each other and just one v one for the whole game. It's gonna be interesting to see him ne next patch as well because his projectile sizes get bigger and Junk's oh, just lobbing projectiles everywhere. Oh, it boy. could it could be fun. You know, we could be running into a Junkrat era. They can keep his projectile the same. His his one might even just go down a bit, actually. That'd be good. Yeah. Might get the carry treatment. <laughs> the carry treatment, yeah. What what kind of what kind of comps are you guys playing? If you guys are playing Junkrat in these lobbies, mm. what kind of comps are you guys playing at the top level? It's literally, literally, I mean, actually, it's, it's just anything. Like, we'll play Junkrat Dive, Junkrat Ryan, <laughs> Junkrat Ram. Like, People just play Junkrat in any comp, but yeah, mostly Rush. I mean, that's just like the meta. Junkrat right dive. You just play it instead of Surge. You, like you have yeah, to have yeah, a one actually. shot. You have to have a one shot hero on your team. <laughs> yeah. So you just pick either Junkrat or Surge. I, you can't believe it. RuPaul just said Junkrat dive. I. I feel. <laughs> I feel like a, a, a like boomer yeah. just like learning about TikTok. I'm like Junkrat dive. Like I never had this in my day. This is what. So yeah. You're complaining about that in your rank games, but they know something you don't. Yeah, that's maybe that's why I'm GM4, Funny Astro. I'm not playing with my dunk rats. <laughs> you gotta trust them. Yeah. All right. Dude, <laughs> this is gonna be the funniest thing later. Uh, here we go. Projectile size, size changes, of course. So they've done some communication on these projectile size changes. Um, they want, you know, Overwatch is one of the most punishing games, um, it, you know, competitively when it comes to hitting your shots. I mean, it's ridiculously hard to hit your shots. There's so much movement going on. Um, 
But the exact quote, uh, like Solomon highlighted here, is uh, one of our main goals with these adjustments is to make firing your weapons and abilities feel more consistent without impacting the time to eliminate a target and without removing the overall feel of gameplay we all know and love. So increasing the projectile size, making it a bit more consistent in hitting people. But I guess they're not trying to change the actual damage output. So you might hit more shots, but you're not going to make significantly more damage overall. Um, that's why we're seeing some of the health value changes we can go over later but just quickly about this we don't really have a soldier kind of player on the podcast right here um unless avril begs to differ i, I, I don't know how confident you are in your hits yeah, kind of our, capabilities, um, but our, our soldier junkrat player showed up two weeks ago and you know some way right now I don't, I don't know how i know this but i think when rupaul mentioned that junkrat was incredibly good right now i can only imagine not that this is something i imagine very often but i'm pretty sure jake just got a hard on so i was like hold up junkrat good <laughs> My man, I'm I'm climbing the ranks. This is my hero. Um, can we scroll up? Is Junkrat mentioned in the projectile sizes somewhere? Where does he fit into this? Tracer, is he in the fire category Reaper, or what? Cassidy Soldier, Brodo Gramatra. Speed less than fifty oh, meters he, per second, it, surely. He might be the last one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's he's the bottom one with Faraz. Yeah, Gramatra, surely. That one, so yeah. he's so he's getting the the biggest increase. Yeah, just yep. lobs some lobs and mines across the map. You'll kill someone. <sighs> But it does take three mines now, like, he can't one shot. 0.15 meters? Yeah. Increase? It's a pretty big size. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Oh, oh my god. This is all the heroes. Here we go. Oh, Junk is gonna be overpowered, huh? I can't wait for OWCS meta. meta. This is... <laughs> Junkrat meta. Yeah, this is going to be crazy. I was actually saying this on my stream the other day, like, we haven't had a Junkrat meta since, like, Season 1, 2018, so... So there you go. Anyway, uh, projectile changes uh, as a whole. How do we kind of feel about this? Uh, let's start with you, Funny Astro. You know, I watched Iron's Overwatch video this past week where he talks about how it used to be good back in the good the old whole days. Thing? No, I watched like 15 minutes and then I was like, yeah. you got to like Brig and I was like, oh, I'm tired. I don't know. I got to yeah. play ranked or something. But, <laughs> you know, it, we've, we've come a long way since then. So how do you feel moving into this new kind of like Overwatch experience where we're actually moving away from aiming being ridiculously hard uh, into a more consistent kind of like, I, I'm going to call it casual, a more con casual aiming experience. It's for sure more casual. I don't, I don't know how it's going to impact like high level pro play because I'm I think everyone's just going to hit more shots and everyone's going to be tankier. I, I really think it just encourages brawl. Um, but I think... For me, it wasn't necessary. But obviously, we have like the top 0.1% of players to look at where we look at each other and we go, ah, shots aren't that hard to hit, you know? But obviously, for the rest of the player base, it might have not felt as good to play these heroes. Well, it doesn't change for you, right? Because if you're already hitting the shots before... You're still hitting the yeah, shots now. Exactly. It, what what it changes is the players that couldn't hit the shots. Now they're going to be a little bit more consistent. Yeah. And like well, I mean, I don't even know. for top level players, people just hit more shots. Surely. Yeah. Well, it'd be interesting to see how the accuracy goes up. But like I, without having like tried it out, I don't know how it's going to feel. Like, is is it going to feel that much easier? I don't know. Like it, it might be a very subtle change. And the, yeah. again, the reason they're doing this is to try and retain the TTK because you don't want the time to kill to be like crazy different. You want to maintain the time to kill if possible. So, you know, if everyone's got more HP, then you probably, without increasing the raw damage of the heroes, you want to be like making the shots a little bit more consistent, try and at least keep the DPS higher 
to retain yeah. the TTK, otherwise things are going to get wacky. I think Overwatch was the hardest game to aim in. If you look at other games like CS and Valorant, like you have so much less to think about when you're aiming. You just put your crosshair in a straight line. There's no one going to f- come flying over you. No one blinking behind you. Like Overwatch CS so plays holding at their comment. <laughs> Overwatch is so much harder to aim in than all these other games. Like it's true, I don't think there's any way to it. argue about that. Oh, they'll try. They'll try and argue it. <laughs> but, uh... What about what about you, RuPaul? I mean, you, obviously, you you play a ton of Batiste, and probably you feel you feel this more than anyone. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it doesn't affect me, like, like, uh, like Asher said, but I really don't think it was needed. I, I guess it, they are trying to go like a different direction with the game, so I, I respect that. It's like, all right, make it a little bit more casual, make make shots easier to hit. Um, I don't know, cause there's there's so many changes, like the health projectile changes, like all these combined. If it was just one change, maybe I could say how I think things would go, like in the for the pros, but. Because there's so many changes, I'm not sure what exactly is going to change. Like, there's going to be, is it going to be less one shots or more one shots? Because people are hitting more shots, but people also have more HP, so it's pretty confusing. But I do, I do like that they're trying this at least. It's like very new, and uh, I think I actually think in the end it will be it will be good for the game. Mm, yeah. I, I think it's worth me just taking a, taking a minute here to at least th- bring up the fact that all of us on the podcast were like pretty optimistic and we're just like, yeah, you know, they're, they're changing the game. Seems fun. You know, looking forward to this. Well, there's a part of the community and definitely part of my Twitch chat last night that is just like, this is terrible. I can't believe they're going this direction. I can't believe, you know, they're catering to the casuals and like, oh, I had one dude in my chat the other day who was just like, oh, the fact they didn't listen to the pros, it, it ruined the Overwatch League and that's why they closed down the Overwatch League because they didn't listen to the pros. And I'm just like, <laughs> all right, but it's, it's, it wasn't why they didn't listen to the pros. That's not why the Overwatch League died. But there's definitely a part of the community that is really scared about all these changes to the game recently. Um, you know, health, of course, passive healing to everyone now being introduced in the next season now making it easier for everyone to aim and you know there's some health changes to go with that uh which we can see right here but you you guys at all don't 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 feel like oh they're moving away from the hardcore experience they're moving away from the competitive experience you don't feel slighted or you don't feel you know worried about the direction of the game at all no i think it's the classic overwatch doomer you know like we complain about a content drought, then they come out with some content or give us a big patch that changes things up, and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, it's gonna suck. I hate it." No, Why not that content. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not that They're content. like, "Why didn't you do what I said?" <laughs> it's it's just the it's so dumb. Yeah, I agree. Wow. Okay. To, you, yeah. you know what, Johnny? To defend the guy in your chat just slightly, I'm just gonna play devil's advocate here. Here we to go. Defend him slightly. If pros did actually advocate. For Brig to be deleted upon release or to be massively changed, and Blizzard clearly didn't listen, then actually, kind of not wrong, because I think Brig kind of fucked out and kind of fucked the game in general a lot. So, you know what? Oh, not entirely wrong, you know? D- did miss the mark a little bit there, but also. Yeah, that was kind of the that was kind of the downfall, in my opinion, at least one of the even, one of the uh pillars. Even before Brig, there was the there was quad tank meta. Like before Brig came out, there was Quad Tank Lucio Moira. It was essentially just goats without Brig. Like, <laughs> Rollock was the solution to that problem. 
surely. What, what was their what was their oh. team? I mean, this is before Overwatch League, but you know, no, no, this uh, is Giganti or uh, yeah, Giganti or whatever. Yeah. Fraggy, Himsi, Sapis, you know, like they they reigned terror upon the European Overwatch scene with their triple tank, yeah. quad tank compositions. Uh, so mm. it was definitely. I mean, back then. Uh, and, you know, again, Iron's video did a pretty good job explaining this, but it was about, you know, bionating your own team and then heal boosting your own team. There was so much AoE healing in there. Um, something that my team couldn't figure out in Apex, which in hindsight, pretty stupid. Can't believe we lost that. Johnny, but, Johnny. Yeah. Is, what? Or whatever. Is, is this the reason why, as a Swedish person, is this the reason why the other Scandinavian countries don't like Finland? Because Finland does crazy shit like fall tanks and they, they just ruin the game with their fall tanks. You know, these Finns. And they crazy quad tank metas. It's all unreal, you know. It's unbelievable. I'm gonna be honest. I don't have anything against the Finnish people. I don't know where that comes from. So okay, uh, I, thought, I, I just saw the Scandinavian rivalries existed. So I, I was I pissed. Don't, don't I was it. pissed uh, at, at that Finnish team when they beat their ass in scrims every day because, uh, you know, Fraggy beating my ass on Reinhardt duels yeah. uh, all the time. Which that, year was this? That was frustrating. This was this was 2016. Yeah, maybe okay. 2017. Yeah. 16. Yeah, dude, this was, what, what are we talking about? Dude? This is ancient history. No one of our viewers were even around back then. <laughs> a long this time is, ago. This is hieroglyphs, all right? No, no, no one cares about this anymore. Rupal, but, when did um, you stop playing? Where, where do you kind of like draw the, draw I, I, the line of, of negativity? What was bad for the I, game? I, I, like, I was like 15. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, but 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 like Batiste, Brig. I mean that that was kind of the line. You know, so funny Astro. You know, you've been a support all these days. So like I don't know why I'm trying to bring out negativity of you, but like Batiste, Brig. Like where do they kind of like? Where, where did you? Where, are you fine with Immortality Field? Are you fine with Susu? Like you know, yeah, you know. I'm fine with all of these things. I think Rolock <laughs> was the solution to these crazy tank comps that were a thing Thank for you. ages. Um, I think Susu is. I mean, these abilities are annoying, but it's only annoying because it stops you from killing people, you know? <laughs> That's yeah. the whole point of, like, any sort of utility in the game is stopping people from getting kills. Supports would just be useless if we had no utility, no way to stop anyone from dying. Yeah. The role would feel like shit. Yeah. So supports have definitely been on the more uh, the more gracious end recently. It's been fun yeah, being a support Yeah, for sure now it's, it's gone a little too far, I think. <laughs> on uh, On the current patch... I think the problem is that they do a lot of damage as well as having insane amounts of utility, which is more of a problem. Um, yeah. But I think it should be okay to have abilities like Suzu and Lamp in the game. Yeah. Am I, am I crazy for thinking that like this doesn't casual fire the game that much? Like it's just a, it's just more crazy doomerism again. Like I, it, does it make the game slightly easier in some ways? Yeah, but I think the I think the changes make the game harder in some ways as well. Like. Less healing. People underestimate how much a twenty percent global healing nerf is actually going to be. Like that's pretty punishing in a lot of ways. Yep. So like you're not going to die in one hit anymore, which is good. But you just you can't just sit there and get pocketed anymore. I I hate pocketing in these types of games, and so I'm so glad that that is going to get like really tuned down because that needed to go. I I seriously dislike pocketing a lot, and so the game's still going to be lethal in other ways. I don't, you know, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that casual. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a lot more team play. The game's pretty deathmatchy at the moment, and mm -hmm. I think top rank feels very sojourn reliant of who hits the one yeah. shot. It's like, did my soj hit the one shot? Yes, nice. I win the fight. Um, <laughs> I think it will kind of strip that aspect away, and 
give us a lot more team play, which is and some people like it, some people don't. No, I mean, look, I, th this is a nice segue into the role passives that Avril brought off, of course. So they released new role passives for uh, the heroes as well. So, of course, the everyone everyone knows about is the passive healing for all characters. So you will passively re regenerate 20 health per second after not taking damage for five seconds. And then uh, the support role passive will now begin regenerating health after two and a half seconds. Tank role passive stays the same. But the big one, of course, being... The damage roll passive, dealing damage reduces the target's healing received by 20%. And this is actually like a massive change. And to your point, Funny Astro, it actually encourages team play. Because now, with this in mind, if I'm as a tank player, and I tweeted about this yesterday, it's no longer about me as a tank player, who I'm looking for, who I want to dive on. You know, obviously part of that, you know, if I'm smart, please follow me at my lead. But a lot of this now will be if I'm trying to play ranked with a DPS player who's not in the voice comps and is just doing his own thing, I'm actually getting rewarded for following that damage player's lead and following up on them because of this uh, dam or healing reduction that they apply onto the enemies, yep. of course. So this actually encourages teamwork here, Funny Astro. Sure. I think it's just like the same as if your Anna's throwing a nade on someone, you have to go help him. If your DPS is shooting someone, you're going to have to yep. play with them. Yep. So and yeah, it's better, I'm, I'm it's better than that. it's better than like I I call it a global healing nerf because really realistically from my perspective like DPS is if you're dealing enough damage everywhere it essentially is a nerf, global nerf but like yeah you it does require the DPS to do the healing reduction and so it's going to encourage some team play and it's more interesting than just doing a flat healing nerf which is way less interesting but the actual most important thing about this is it introduces something that I think is equally important in this game which is the concept of in combat and out of combat healing and and this is my uh this is my soapbox i do every single week johnny you know how it is for the tf2 heads out there you you guys already know what in combat and out out of combat healing for the three people that uh you know me custer and one other person that knows something about tf2 um tf2 but like medic and tf2 which is essentially mercy but way more difficult is you have out of combat healing which is super quick i think it's like three or four times as fast and in combat healing, it's very difficult to pocket because when when your whoever you're healing is actually taking damage, that healing is majorly reduced. You're not healing that your pocketing is like not ridiculously effective. And since the start of Overwatch, I never understood why the healing values were so high and consistent across the board, whether it was in combat or out of combat. So pocketing was just insane always. And and so this is better than just a, a flat twenty percent reduction globally across the board because now it requires a DPS play to deal the damage, which means you're effectively in combat. There's a there's a distinct difference between you are in combat because you're being dealt damage by DPS versus you're now out of combat and if you're low HP, you're like very critical HP, you can get healed up at the normal rates, which is I think very important as well. Um, but it makes DPS really important because I think DPS started to become the role that was I won't call it obsolete. But it was a very boring role. Like it didn't really add a lot of value to the game anymore because deep sports were like better DPSs. They were doing comparable damage to DPSs in many ways without the burst damage. But then they could also heal and do utility. Tanks are doing insane damage because tanks, you know, they're able to they're these big beefy dudes who are much stronger than Overwatch One tanks. And so DPS just kind of felt like this weird position. And and by the way, their role passive made no sense and just wasn't even good. And now their role passive is incredibly good. Um, their role on the team is really good and you know the passive they bring to the table feels in my opinion fair it's something that's needed for the game and uh makes their position 
really useful to the team and important to the team from a team play aspect. Yeah. Rapal, you, you see these changes and you're a support player. You know that you're going to heal one of your targets less. Uh, of course, how do you kind of like approach this change? Like, have you thought about this change? Do you think it'll change the way you play and support your team in any way? Uh, honestly, I think it'll change a little bit, but not like that much. Like, there were definitely times when like I'll be on like Baptiste or Ana and just only healing my tank for like 20 seconds. So I think that like that situation probably won't happen as often because of the healing reduction. But overall, I think it won't be too much different than it is now. Do 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 you think you'll rely more on like utility based support? So like, if if, if healing is worse when you're healing a target, you know, twenty percent less healing. Do you feel like immortality field and Susu will become stronger because it's not heal reliant? Uh, that that too. But actually, I think. Uh, other utility that might be like really strong is I think Zen. I think Discord is going to be really good in this next patch because they're upping all the health pools, upping the projectiles, but uh, they're not. But like Discord, because like all the health pools are bigger, Discord is going to have higher value, uh, and Zen's going to have more HP too. Uh, plus all the changes also I think make flankers stronger because so they can like go away and they have like the global healing after five seconds. I think flankers are going to be really strong, and I think Zen's going to be really strong. So, if like Zen, uh, on like long range maps, if he has like a good sightline, I think he's going to be seen a lot, which I'm pretty excited for because I don't, there hasn't really been uh, any Zen in Overwatch 2, except for maybe mid season madness. Yeah, right? yeah, mid season madness meta in uh, 2022. Yeah, you were nodding, funny Astro. You agree? Yeah, I think Zen, he's got real potential to come back into the meta but i just don't know what you'd play with him yeah um that's the real problem there isn't there isn't a support that does anything with zen to be honest uh there used to be like bap spam bap zen double shield spam comps that you could play or briggs and bull diva and stuff like that but with since two tanks have gone it just feels impossible to keep your zen alive until they patch him to 250 health yeah, what what did used to make the most sense when you were when you were playing sand? Like, was there you know when when you were on uh, fusion or anything? Like, did was there any support comp that you're like, oh, this sand comp like feels good? I like it was, this. It was variant. always like double shield Bapsen, where Zen felt yeah. strongest, where you had a million shields to play behind and just shoot and pump damage, and it just feels like that playstyle doesn't work in Overwatch Two. It's just like these shield comps don't exist anymore. Yeah. So I Rupal, don't know do you, you, you want to see any changes to Sen, or do you just kind of like, you know, this will probably be good. You know, this this will be enough. Uh, I honestly think they can revert the Discord change they did. I thought it was very strange when they they buffed Sen, like they gave him back 225, but then they also like reworked his Discord so that when you take it off someone, there's like a there's a really long cooldown. And I I don't know why they did like they did a buff and then like a complimentary nerf. I think they like Zen hasn't been good. Like it was they were fine with just like buffing him. I think the new the new Discord change feels really clunky as well. If you play it, yeah. and there's someone in front of you, but you just like you you press the button and it does nothing. Like it feels really strange. I think they need to find another way to change Discord if they want yeah. to. Like it makes Discord like something you actually have to like think pretty hard about. It's like okay, I, yeah. I can't wait. I can't waste my Discord. Like you you couldn't waste Discord before, but now you actually can. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Avril, you have any, you have any input here? 
on this Senyara debate. I feel like Senyara is this like hero that everyone loves in the Overwatch community because he's so unique. And also because he has all the best skins, but primarily because he's so unique with the Discord and Harmony Orb. Uh, Rapal questioned me there, like, like I'm actually not correct with the skin take, but um, what, do you, what do you think, Errol? I got more to add on to maybe the flanker discussion, because that's like, flankers are definitely going to be stronger, but I don't, their kill potential is also going to be majorly affected, because you're, you're, you're like a tracer, you have 175 HP now, which sounds insane, that is insane. And uh, your projectile sizes are a little bit bigger, so that you know your accuracy is going to go up, which is really good. But now you have to dive into like 250 HP supports. Like, huh? These Zens and Baps and stuff is just going to be insanely hard to kill. So I actually wonder how that's going to impact divers at all. I'm actually very curious about if divers going to be, you know, how good divers going to be as a di as a dive enjoyer. Um, how good these heroes are going to be in a dive situation? Because on one hand. The flankers are going to be good because they can they have high HP and they can hide and self-heal and they don't need to be healed by their teammates, all that kind of stuff. But survivability is not what flankers needed. Well, rather, that's not what makes flankers good. It's their ability to just assassinate backline. If they can't do that effectively, then next thing is very difficult. So uh, I'll be very curious about that. But um, yeah, Zen itself, I've, I've never been a fan of Discord personally. I just don't like damage boost. If, if, if I design Overwatch, I... Discord and Bluebeam wouldn't even exist in the game. So Discord inherently is just a very difficult ability to balance and manage in this game, which is why I think the devs have had so much difficulty in finding a good way to make that ability feel fair and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely never feels good to play tank and get discorded. It is no. nice that there's like the counterplay now of you can DP a corner and just hide for three seconds and then you can't get discorded <laughs> again. But yeah. it doesn't feel great for the Zen player, so there's got to be like a balance there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I think the last thing we haven't really touched on um, is the health changes. But I mean, obviously, they go hand in hand with the hitbox changes. So I don't know if you guys have any any direct takes on the, the health pool changes per se. Um, you know, more health seems warranted if uh, there's going to be more um, shots landing with the hitbox changes. So. Anyone on the call, anyone got takes on, on the health pool changes? Is there any hero that maybe like might be better because of this or anything in general? I can tell you some heroes that'll be worse. For example, um, damage break points are super important. I think Sojin's going to yeah. be in a weird spot Oof. without her insane, which is probably a good thing for the Thank game. You, but as <laughs> as a Sojin enjoy, I'm, I'm sure Funny Ash enjoys that as a Lucio player who doesn't like to get railed. That's but like as a, as a Sojin enjoyer myself, it's going to suck a little bit like uh another hero that's going to be like really negatively impacted by this which is probably a, again a good thing is actually hog i think his one shot combo is going to be ruined no is, is he going to be able to reliably one shot with everyone having much higher hp um also by the way healing reduction that really hurts hog as well so a bunch of things in this patch is going to really hurt hog which is probably a good thing i don't yes. really care much about hog but i do care a little bit about sojin yeah. but then again i'm also have this cognitive dissonance about not really enjoying burst damage. I enjoy burst damage if I'm doing it. I don't like receiving it. And I think everyone feels that way. So, yeah. I think another character that's going to be buffed because of this is Tracer. I mean, I kind of touched on it earlier with flankers, but that was just like general flankers like Genji, Tracer, maybe even Echo. But with Tracer, uh, how it was before was like Mei was one of the strongest uh, tools against Tracer. Just that one-shot potential. It, like every Tracer player will say the same thing that like playing as Mei is really scary. 
Uh, and just in general, like being behind the enemy team, it's pretty easy to just get one shot. If they all look at you, like three people look at you for one second and just luckily hit a shot, you'll, you'll just die. But with 175, that'll happen like a very large... It's, 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 it's pretty significant, I think. You'll die a lot less to one shots. And as Tracer, if you just survive in their backline forever, you can do so much. Just farm pulse bombs. And I think that's going to be really annoying. Yeah, I'm... I'm 50-50. It's, it's impossible to tell whether this patch makes Tracer like the most yeah. broken hero in the game or useless. And until you really play it, I think it's going to be so hard to spot the. Difference. She's going to be she's going to be harassing here, like not really like a dive. Yeah, and kill, more like right? a because, mosquito. Yeah. Just like you can't, in your back you can't just Can you really just double blink into like a 250 HP support? You know what I mean? Like, she's easier to like hit really now. Difficult. Like if if I'm playing like Lucio Baffian's Tracer, That's true. she's so much easier to hit. Like my projectiles are bigger i'm gonna spam traces out so much more um and her uh, medium her medium range harassing is probably going to be better as well to build up the pulse bombs and whatnot right so just a harass yeah. she uh, might just is, be a pulse bot <laughs> is pulse bomb easier to hit or no probably not like the, probably they not. change the okay yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know about pulse bomb per se i mean this it's very hard to know because you you at the the passive of course so a trace you get to heal um, you know, along with health packs, but they also get the damage passive of 20% reduced healing while all heroes have more health. Yeah. Like, there's so much going on that it's really it's hard, so hard to make to predictions. Tell. And the yeah. healing reduction, too, when Tracer does damage. Like, there's, like, yeah. so so many factors. Yeah. Tracer can just pepper people across the map and then get 20% healing reduction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, that's Tracer a good thing. Just for healing right. reduction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... that's... That's one of the reasons why you probably want a damage player that can reliably like hit shots. It's just like you want to apply that debuff yeah. the most you can, right? It's gonna be. I, w I wonder if there's gonna be some sort of indicator in game to when you have that debuff applied on. That'd be you. great. But I feel like there's. It's, it would be too cluttered. Yeah, I was gonna say it would happen so often. It would happen so often. Yeah, it would be really annoying. All the time, pretty much. Especially against like a tracer peppering you at max range. It's gotta be the most frustrating thing to play against. If, if they're putting this, just have this thing flashing on your HUD every couple seconds of the trace hitting you. <laughs> I mean, it's the same as that Discord orb, right? You can have something like that similar popping up on your screen every time you're debuffed. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. It'd be nice to have an indicator at least, so I know when when my damage player who's not in voice chat is actually applying something, then I know who to dive on and who to who to exactly. attack. Make it a bit easier. Yeah. Uh, Only two right. seconds though, right? So it's like you gotta you gotta that dive's gotta happen, bang, real quick. Yeah, 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 well, I'm, I'm on you that shit, you know. watch the this year? Usually less than two seconds. It's pretty quick. <laughs> yep. I'm talking about average players here, guys. We're not, not, not everyone in ranked is Atlanta Reign, so. Yeah. Uh, Solomon threw up a poll in chat. Thoughts on Season 9. Uh, we got four different options, and very excited. Oh, my God, I love Overwatch. Got 49% of the votes, 51. Oh, this is live. Oh, wow, look at it go. Uh, it is a video game. It's fine. <laughs> I love these answers, Solomon. Great job with the answers here. I will begrudgingly grind comp, 9%, and awful chi changes, nightmare, nightmare, 9%. So there's always that 9% lingering. Um, yeah, I, I, I've seen some people just like, oh, playing tank will be awful the next patch. And I'm like, how do you know that? Like, how do you, how, how do you know playing tank will be awful? Like, uh, I, I, I don't get it. Well, I, I, do, I do think tank will struggle somewhat because like tank's damage is definitely going to go down. And tanks, tanks, tanks need to get pocketed. Like they are the role that needs to get hard pocketed. 
and pocketing is going to get reduced so that that will hurt tanks a little bit tank players in overwatch 2 are fucking spoiled man i tell you back in our day we didn't have all this bullshit bro with it with it yeah we sure yeah two tank players sure yeah but i mean you got so much you got so much help these days to like stay alive back in my day it was fucking it was punishing okay you two you got a discord orb on you <laughs> it's don't I mean, know you how screwed. hard it was you were screwed. You took damage. It was Jover, bro. You didn't have anything to help you out. These days, I mean, yeah, you're two heroes in one. It's crazy. So, yeah, tank players, you're spoiled. Learn how to take less damage, all right? Learn to manage your shield as Reinhardt, okay? You can't just get away with all this all this bullshit with your heroes. That's that's my take. So, there, there you go. Yeah, as a, I don't mind it. Make as, it a a Junker Queen as a Junker Queen enjoyer, I, it's, it, it's going to suck knowing that uh, the Rampages aren't like 50% HP anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like... I hit somebody at 50% HP and it's like they'll they'll bleed out. Now it's like, nah, they're probably not gonna bleed out. That's the extra 50 HP is just gonna make things annoying. So yeah, it will be a little bit more tough for on tank, probably. Yeah. I hope Ramatra gets punished. That's my only take. I hope Ramatra yes, is please. worse. So over Ramatra. Yeah. Well we, we don't need that. We don't need Ramatra. At least to be good for the moment. Um but yeah, there you go. Uh there were a few more things. I don't know if you want to pull up that tweet, Solomon, where like they encapsulate everything that's going on. Uh, it's a play Overwatch tweet in the document and they show everything that's going on. So I, I, I left this for last because I, I don't know, guys. I, I don't know about you guys, but are, are, you, <laughs> are you guys going to be jumping in the arcades? Oh, excited? hell yeah. I'm excited. I love the arcade. I love Hero Mastery. I've got almost five star on every Hero Mastery course now. Do you, do you play the hide and seek game mode, Funny Astro? I have played the hide and seek. Not the new one, but I played but the old one. <clears throat> oh, is the new one better? Uh... It's a little bit different, but they're about the same. Not gonna lie, I'm actually excited for Hero Mastery Gauntlet. Did you ever do MVM Reinforce? Were you MVM? No, oh, I, did, I, did, I didn't play, play TF2. Why are you talking to, yeah, why are you talking was to Johnny about play, TF2? I don't, I don't know TF2 which TF2 one of you played TF2, right? But whoever uh, played I TF2. Uh, to Hero answer your question, Gauntlet. I did play MVM. Hero Mastery Gauntlet could be the new MVM, and I used to love that. MVM was great. Look, guys. Look, guys, PVE is not dead, hey? Hey, oh, we're oh, back. The, <laughs> the promise has back, been fellas. fulfilled. PVE, oh, the PVE is so back, fellas. So back. Yeah. I, I played a lot of, like, Warcraft 3 remastered growing up, and, and you, you just have the game as, like, Footman Frenzy and Tower Defense and uh, yep. Warlock and all those games. That that was my stuff. So I, I did the stuff is so fun. Yeah. It's so yeah, good I'm, for the I'm game just to have, like, random new game modes yeah. coming out. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. Cosmic Crisis, I don't know what that is. Backpack Jamari posted something about like balloons, tower defense, or something. It was like a Winston flying real, real quick, balloons. Real quick. I think they made that up, but. Ru hey, RuPaul, what's Cosmic Crisis? You know, right? What is it? Uh, Yeah, unfortunately, that's confidential information. Uh, ooh, yeah. He's learning. The, the oh, San Francisco he's... Shock social media manager made some joke. Uh, it, it was we don't want to see that but uh they, they did some speculation about the trailer and all that stuff so it's uh we'll, Wait, isn't we'll that a vast is. is it a vast to the social media manager now i think it's send still that has control of that account okay. i don't know I what Avast is doing yeah. i've asked this borpa business thing that's why he's not on the show anymore he's, he's doing real work imagine having a real yeah. job andy andy miller's not allowing him to you know you can't be all platchet and work for us come <laughs> on you gotta choose one that's what that is yeah he's stuck in time zone hell uh yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what that's uh, about. So, no, that's that's okay. That that seems like a weird sexual thing to me. I'm not even <laughs> That seems like a weird. That's like 
Vaz joins the team and instantly their Twitter just gets 50% hornier. Like, I don't know what's going on. That is true. That is true. Yeah. No lies detected. For the Florida Mayhem social media uh, account last year, it was up to stuff. RuPaul would know. RuPaul would know. <laughs> That's what's up, dude. Yeah. Honestly, don't browse their TikTok. It, the Florida Mayhem TikTok is crazy. Yeah. It, wasn't just, it wasn't just Connor, though. It was, it was definitely a lot of Albert. Uh, he definitely had a lot is to do with last year. doing the socials for you guys? No, Who? no, no. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> he definitely had say. a lot of input. Yeah, yeah. He, he had some tactics, some strategies deployed last year for the man. They, uh, they catered to a specific audience. Um, some nice branding going on there. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to those game modes. And then also, apparently something like Cowboy Bebop think, was, oh, yeah, yeah. was like teased at the end with the jukebox on Route 66. I'm going to be honest, I don't even know what that is. So... <laughs> People are high. I have no idea what that is. I got it, no is an anime. <laughs> it is an animation that some people enjoy. Oh, it's anime. I know yeah, it's an anime. Yeah, it's, it's anime. like one, one punch man all over again. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's Something like, a, like that. It'll be. I, mean, I don't know what it'll be. I'm assuming sk just like skins, but it'll be skins. Yeah. Hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy! <clears throat> it's it's well regarded. It's one of the OGs. It's, it's a very old anime. Yeah. So. Wait, there's just like one or two seasons. I don't know. Yeah, it's not it's not a long anime. Maybe I'll have to check that out. Yeah, this was twenty three years ago, if I'm correct. I don't know. Someone in chat will know. Sorry, I've, sorry, chat. I've, I'm gonna roast. I've watched I've watched just killed it on the collab so far, so you know I think all the collabs have been really good. I expect yeah. this one to be good as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, people seem genuinely like stoked by it. Like people were going crazy when they when they when they saw the teaser. So looking forward to that. More more good stuff coming when it comes to collaborations. We like that. We like we like our game being pretty successful. Um and you know, doing some cool collaborations. So there you go. Uh but that's pretty much everything I have for season nine here. Um there were some like leaks and stuff going on, but we'll touch on Where that at a later date. What, when, were, what um, were those? There was the, what? <laughs> what? what what are you yapping about Daryl? what are you yapping about what, what's happening what's going on lad i i just you know i've there's one thing that i think should happen and um i've decided that uh rupaul needs to get punished and i've decided what the punishment is um <clears throat> i think i think i think it should be a fine and the fine should how much are you making this what's your salary uh, anyway, that should be the fine. That should be the fine, and I think. Uh, but the fine shouldn't go to Blizzard. It should go to a charitable cause of my discretion. And I think the charitable cause it should go to is my bank account because I'm going to be a charitable cause this year. So that's what the fine's going to go towards. Yeah, there will be a lot of charitable causing going on in the Overwatch scene this year. There's yeah. a lot of people offering their time for very little money. So I'll, I'll write you a check. So, there we go. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, all we'll is forgiven. You know, I, I forgive you now. Now that you're writing me a check, <laughs> you know, you. I'm, I'm down <laughs> I with it. That's that. all. I, I just needed to get paid. That's all that was about. So, <laughs> we'll we'll find out more about uh, Rupaul's salary as we discuss his new team, <laughs> the Toronto Defiant, that was announced this past week. Uh, obviously, this this feels like it's been a long time in the making. Toronto Defiant they announced uh, that they're back for OWC as someone married Sugar Free Rupaul and Vega. So pretty stacked roster. Obviously. Back with some of your teammates at Florida Mayhem from last year. Uh, how long has this been in the making? You know, have you been practicing for a while? It's, it's gonna be, feel good that it's finally announced and you're, you're part of the team, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the team like creation was pretty fast. Originally, it was gonna be like it was always gonna be like two like imports, like two creants, but it wasn't originally these two. Like, uh, 
basically, no, no leaks if you don't feel like it. Don't worry. Yeah, no, no leaks. Oh, now he doesn't want to leak. Oh, yeah, but you know, Casaurus messaged me a while ago. I don't know how long ago. Maybe like month or two. And you know about this team, about Toronto. And he's like, yeah, we're gonna get the best players in NA and the two imports. Uh, but like maybe like a week and a half ago, like I messaged, I messaged Ham, I messaged someone, I told him like, yo, you, you want to come play in NA? And he said he was actually like debating between that and like another offer. It's like he told me, sorry, bro, I I think like I'm gonna stay here. And he said, good luck. And and then like four hours later, he's like, actually, I want to play with you. And then let's go. So then we got the mayhem, mayhem guys together, and everyone's happy. So was it just like an all-star team coming together where you're just like, yeah, Casaurus is going to put together the best team possible. And like, did you have any input about who's joining or like, was it just like, you, you were just a player part of the process and everything was put together like around you? Uh, no, I wouldn't say everything was put together around me, but I would say uh, me, me and Vega were probably the two like NA players that were like, conf- like guaranteed on the team. Just like the top, like the timeless backline. Mm-hmm. Um, because originally they won like two DPS imports. Uh, so then maybe we would have gotten like some tank, but uh, that end- didn't end up happening. And-, and I was like, and I got like someone to come, obviously. So then, okay, let's get Lenny instead. And so that was our team. Yeah, yeah, it's obviously it- the most stacked team. Like I don't know if you can get any better here, yeah, at- yeah. Avril. Um, yeah, this is. I mean, you got three. Of the mayhem squad in here and it, it is interesting like that that will be the debate right like is it the most stacked roster you possibly could have had because essentially you look at toronto finals i think the only returning overwatch league team with kosaurus being like the joke is that he's no. like the only coach still uh for now <laughs> yo just oh, wait till oh, we see oh, hang on a second <laughs> oh here we go to def- anyway um with Kosaurus basically having free reign to like, I mean, wasn't the joke the whole time? Hey, Kosaurus, you're the only coach right now. You can just yeah. pick, you can literally just draft. He's playing fantasy draft, but in real life, you could literally draft whoever the fuck you wanted in the entire world, right? So. Interesting question yeah. is who's, who are your coaches though? Is it just Kosaurus? Uh, just, just Kosaurus for now. For now. Okay. I think we, we might, Ooh, we might get some additional, additional help in the future. Yeah. Because although you... like you've got a lot of the mayhem core, now, obviously I wasn't on the team, but from what I've gathered, Gumber is a was a pretty big part of mayhem. You know, like str- strategy wise, he did a lot for the team. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it always mixes things up. People leaving coaches. Yeah. How, how, how much impact like does an Overwatch League coach, or not Overwatch League anymore, just an Overwatch coach have like in, in the year of 2024? Because obviously, Funny Astro, you were part of Fusion when they were like at their peak as well. And at that point, I mean, Christopher was the assistant coach of that team as well. Yeah, we had KDG. KDG, yeah. Yeah. Like, did, do, do you feel like, you know, having two coaches is like makes a meaningful impact to, to having a team in, in this year? I don't think it's about the number of coaches. I think it's just sure, of about course, the, but, quali- you know. the quality of coaching. I think, especially as as I guess we're going into a rush meta, coaching and macro will become more important. So I think coaching has more of an impact. And stuff like dive, it's it's almost 
it's it's very minimal the amount a coach can do because it's a lot more about mechanical skill and just killing each other yeah. let's, let's be clear though you're an eu and no matter what the meta is you will be playing brawl so that yes. would just be true for EU generally, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's like the meta will be. It's like no, no, no. There's there's no meta, and the EU meta is just like this is one thing. So that will never change. So for EU, hundred yeah. percent correct, hundred percent correct. Coaching is yeah. very important for sure. Yeah, I I, I wanted to ask RuPaul about the dynamic though, because like you know, funny actually brings up a good point. It's going to be a very different coach combo, kind of led mayhem in a very specific way. Kasaurus is going to be a very different guy. Um, you got three out of the mayhem core. You got two new players. I mean, you, I don't even know if you guys want to maintain the mayhem identity going into this year, or whether you're prepared to have a whole new identity. What's the deal with that? Do you guys want to try and recreate the magic of 2023 with the three mayhem core members, or is it going to be a very different team? I think the team is honestly pretty similar. Like I see, like the team as obviously it's three out of the five uh, mayhem players, so it's already very similar. But the other two players we got, uh, Lenny and Vega, like they're both highly flexible players, and that's what made Mayhem, uh, Mayhem. Like everybody could play all the all the characters in their in their role. Uh, obviously, like someone being the most important. So I think we will be able to keep that identity, and I think Asaurus, he he probably wants that too, for us to be a team that, all right, we're the best at this comp, but okay, we can also play this comp at a super high level, and it, you won't see like that much of a downgrade. Yeah. I mean, I think I think going into 2024, I would even argue that someone was probably the most valuable asset when it comes to like players out there and you're a team you're For trying sure. to get get a squad together. Like someone's versatility and being so good at all different heroes, like it would give a team like Toronto Defiant now the opportunity to just play so many different compositions and you don't have to like show horn in playing brawl if you don't want to play or if you can't play die for example and stuff like that right because that is a serious issue some teams will have where like they they, they specialize on one or two compositions and they can't that necessarily play what's best right stop sorry i didn't mean it like that funny astro but <laughs> i didn't mean it like that i promise i promise but but you know what you must feel so comfortable now rapal because like you're so confident in your tank player of course you spent time with someone last year that like you, you're just like yeah we can play whatever you know we have a really versatile team everyone's really good at the game like you, it must be you must feel an incredible sense of like confidence going into this year right yeah and it's it's not just that it's also like the mentality of like someone in merit is uh it's just compared compared to like the na players it's just so much so much better like playing with someone i know like everybody's like yeah this guy's the most flexible tank he's the, he's the best but like as like my friend and just like playing with him for two years now this guy actually he's actually like perfect like he never he, i've never once heard him be like toxic or like flame uh, but yeah at the same time he's always like trying like most most times in scrims like somebody will stop trying like if we're, we're winning like five maps somebody's gonna stop trying but he's always he's always trying and he's always like laughing he's just a really good guy to be around and that like mental uh if a team's mental is bad they're not gonna win it doesn't matter how good your players are that's that's the most important thing uh and that's why i also like merit because this guy he's i mean he's just stone cold like he has he shows no emotion even when we win he, like, he's just and that's why he's so consistent too. And if you compare that to NA, where a lot of players have pretty big egos and they like stop trying because they're like, oh, we're so much better than these guys. Uh, it's just completely different. And that's the kind of team I want to be on. You sound like you're, you're naming a specific, very specific other team in NA right now. I think that was, very, that was quite curious. I, uh, sorry, I won't, I won't push on that, but that was, I, I enjoyed it. 
That's funny. Um, so as we were heading closer here to, to OWCS, um, how, how are you guys practicing? You know, you're streaming your scrims. Um, or I don't know if you've been, you obviously haven't been streaming Toronto Defiant scrims because it wasn't announced yet, I guess. But will you be streaming Toronto Defiant scrims from now on and, you know, showing some of that gameplay? I think for the Koreans, probably like they probably don't want to, but they'll have to get adjusted to it. I'm sure streaming scrims will just be the norm now. Uh, until maybe like big tournaments, like the week before, like a big matches against like two like evenly matched teams, then they'd probably not stream. We'd probably not stream the scrims, obviously. But uh, when like the Koreans come to NA, I'd assume we will be streaming our scrims. Yeah, they're coming to NA. Are you guys going to stay in the same spot? Like, are you going to Toronto or something? Yeah, yeah, we all we all are. Okay. That's I think awesome. I think their team is <laughs> This is amazing, but they have a funny Astro is just like what did they, they, these guys have so much support. That is just they're, different. What, what, it's not, it's actually it's, not it's, NA. It's actually just it's, it's actually Canada. Toronto. It's just it's, Toronto. No, it's, well, it's, it's Canada because that's the thing is it's, the visas you, are Canada so easy can, to get, no? Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. For, for Korea to Canada, it's really easy. It's the Canadian advantage, you know. If this was an actual US based team, this this would not happen. Right. So the fact that it's a Canadian team means it's possible. You can get the Koreans over easily. It's what they did last year when they wanted to do the rebuild mid-season. Spectra and Opener just popped over in, in a week or two. You know, it was just so yeah, quick. Exactly. So I think a similar thing might happen in Europe. I don't exactly know. <laughs> I don't have all the inside leaks, but I have a feeling there will be Koreans coming to Saudi Arabia. And I don't know how that visa process works. I, but, I got that. I got that in the show notes, baby. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> I don't know how that that sort of thing work, works, but they're a hundred percent going to look at importing Koreans over. There's just didn't no they way already they do it for Ely? Yeah, they've already, already done it for Ely, but there's no team that I know of yet that is in OWCS with Koreans in Europe. Um, well, Saudis would be the we, ones to do it, if any, because exactly. they'll, they'll they'll make the investment happen. We'll pay um, for it. We don't know if you can play E League and OWCS at the same time. Um, yeah. Neither, is there going to be another e-league schedule there has been announced but they are running simultaneously so You're i don't know if checkmates. it's a matter of pick one or uh -huh. yeah, rupaul's teammate right there damn former champion check yeah team roc esports from saudi leagues i think saudi leagues start the new season starts in like two weeks or something which is the same time OWS starts yeah yeah I don't know what days they're planning to play those, if it's the same days as OWCS. I don't know. Because it did seem like it clashed last year a little bit uh, with the qualifiers and stuff like that. But it's, I don't know. I, I'm guessing like RuPaul and Funny Astro, you guys probably won't play League because you're focusing on OWCS this year. Yeah, no. Yeah. No way. You, so you're, oh, you're saying no way. So like, you know, I, I want to talk a bit more about like players going into this year, being a player and looking for a team and stuff like that. So, Ripoll, obviously, you reached out to by Toronto Defiant, and that's a solid squad. But like in free agency, was there ever a time where you were just like, I need to find a team and I need to play E League, I need to play OWCS? Like, did you look at other offers, or was this just like the the best path? Obviously, the best choice for you. Did you consider something else? Uh, I would say like I did like. This was the path that I was gonna end up doing, like pretty much no matter what. I did have some, like Saudi offers, like a lot of like people messaging me, but most of them weren't super interesting to me. Uh, mainly, I wanted to be like, like continue playing in NA, like as like the best in NA. Like that's that's why I told like Vega, like yeah, we're gonna be the best in NA for like the whole year. And so that's why when like Toronto reached out to me, I was like, well, that's perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. 
Yeah, sounds like the best choice. What about you, Funny Astro? You're not signed to to an org like Toronto Defined yet, yet. But like in your yes. mind, did it, did you think about? Uh, here's your new team. Of course, it's uh, Lona Spitfire running it back, but you're on your main support instead of Admiral. Um, yeah. And Christopher coaching, of course. So, you know, did you beautiful, kill Admiral? beautiful did you, graphic right there. Did you just add him or what? Uh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's getting an education well, right now. He's getting, he's going to be way smarter than me. So that's, that's good. That's good. It's, it's can can good we, can we double down on this graphic real quick, Solomon? I just want to see this dragon. Who made this dragon? It's actually like, not bad. It's actually like, I, this is not a paint job. This is better than that. I couldn't tell you who made that, actually. I have no clue. Um, it looks good. I think, the, I think that was done by ChatGPT3, not 4, because it's not quite that advanced, but, you know, it was getting there. There's a good yeah. gradient on the fire, you know? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, on paint. Special I like, effect. Uh, I like his hair at the top. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, but did you ever consider, you know, a, a funny after you've been streaming a lot, and you, the last time you came on Platchat, I believe you said that, like, hey, you gotta, you gotta stream, you gotta do content these days, and... Yep. You know, really be on it to make to make a living and be able to, yeah, to make a living in the Overwatch space. How how did you approach uh, this kind of year? Did you just want to find a stable team? Thoughts about competing in Saudi E League? You know, just trying trying to find money where there was money to make this a living, or, or are you just like trying to have a good time and you're not worrying too much? I'm more trying to have a good time, but obviously I want to make it sustainable at the same time. Like if having a good time means being unpaid and only playing in tournaments, then it's not really a great time because you're not getting paid anything. Um, yeah. So there's got to be a balance there where I think th a couple of teams messaged me for Saudi E-Leagues and there's just been other stuff. Like there have been bigger things happening than Saudi E-Leagues with OWCS and then there was Flash Ops before, which I was way more invested in and had a lot of fun just playing and streaming those scrims. So I felt no need to ever play in like the Saudi League yeah yeah it's definitely some teams are considering it and like ever brought up checkmate checkmate isn't one of those teams uh let's talk a bit more be about hard for koreans yeah. for koreans especially because there's only two korean teams going to the tournament um they've got so many players and so few teams going to LAN. like where are all these players gonna go and what yeah. a great decision for the seeding that was Avril is very yeah, familiar with the pacific region <laughs> it's great for us uh <laughs> Well, that's the thing, right? I think if you're one of the top eight teams in the world, you can make bank this year off yeah. uh, prize money, including some unannounced stuff that you could be winning some prize money from. So, I mean, yeah, you can be... As long as you're one of the top eight teams in the world, so top three NA, top three EU, top two Asia, basically Korea, um, yeah, you got a, you got a, a handsome slice of a cut of a prize pool this year to yep. take home. And um, I ain't talking no WCS. I think we've like only the one just that's started. about to sponsor I you guys, we'll, right? Your uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think there will be a lot Eagle more, gaming, especially in um. Oh, I'd love to play for Eagle Gaming, um, especially <laughs> in NA. I think there's going to be more orgs coming in. NA. Maybe career as well. From what I heard, there's a lot <laughs> of orgs in the EU actually. Whoa! It's a lot of Saudi orgs, yeah. <laughs> did uh, yeah. did Majed did Majed tease Phase? Is that what he did? Majed teased Phase and Fnatic. Didn't yeah, Phase and Fnatic. Phase yeah. Majed. Phase Majed. Oh. Yeah, there was a, a there was a report uh from someone someone on a tweet I forget who it was that basically like a lot of orgs were looking to get to get involved. Yeah. Um, and um, 
it seems like a lot of teams a lot of teams are taught there you go expect the unexpected face up always fanatic so well, i don't know what Can surfer is cooking but i i, I being cryptic i'm gonna be a little bit more cryptic the reason orgs are going to come into OWCS is not because of the OWCS or because of Overwatch, but it partially is because of Overwatch, but not for the reasons you think. So yep. that that's my that's my cryptic take on uh, where the orgs are coming from or why they're coming in. I don't know. Find out sometime in June. Yeah, find out find <laughs> out sometime in the middle of the calendar that's very uniquely opened up for some reason. I wonder why. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right, we'll leave that for a later show. We need, we need some topics for another show, so we'll leave that, we'll leave that for some other time. But uh, yeah, Funny Astro, I mean, your free agency was a bit different from RuPaul in that sense, where RuPaul got an offer from probably the, the, the most supportive organization in the overall scene right now. Whereas it seems like in Europe, there was a lot of like players making teams, practicing, then disbanding, making more teams. What was your kind of like tryout experience, conversations you had? Was this like... Where, where did this wee spit fire come out? Did it just come out of thin air like this past I week? I really or like... can't answer this question until all the, all the other teams are announced. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's an impossible one for me to answer without accidentally leaking something. Um, okay, but yeah, was it crazy? Let's do this episode again in the chaotic. Month. We'll do that. It's it's mental. It's nuts. Um, yeah, Europe's an absolute shit show at the moment. Uh, <laughs> there's no other way to put it. But yeah, at some point, Chris messaged me telling me there was this london rebuild going and i was just like yeah oh that suits me it just it fits me perfectly you know i like playing lucio they like playing with lucio perfect yeah okay, it, it, okay. low-hanging fruit but it needs to be asked this is the this is the question that if i don't ask it all the fans are going to ask it anyway so i might as well get it out of the way for you funny astro everyone's just going to expect you guys to play ryan for the next 12 months so why don't you address that right now first of all Harding is probably one of the few tank players that could play Winston at EU. So what's the deal here? Are you guys going to be a Ryan team or are you guys actually going to be like a very interesting uh, Did you watch situation? Um, Flash Ops EU? Because we played zero Ryan the whole time and we had Hattie in four of the finals. So yeah, but it's I not, think we're but not going to be stuck there on is, Ryan. But the problem there is, is that it doesn't conform with community narrative. So I'm going to need uh, you to... Okay, we'll be, about that. we'll be on Ryan the whole time, don't you worry. Hattie will okay. be pinning yeah, people, fire-striking people there across the map. Backbone will be on May, dinking everyone. Yeah, Reddit has be been the same that's London what they wanted. Fire. There you go. Good, good. <laughs> yeah. I do think it seems like a very logical choice, though, because if there is so much chaos in the scene, right, just having a level of stability and comfort and like, hey, we've been together for a long time. Christopher exactly. is obviously like the best coach in Europe, so like, it makes so much sense, right? It's ultimately why I decided to join this team. It's just... I, I know what I'm getting into. Um, I know what I'm getting with this roster. Yeah. And I'm happy with that. So. Question. How do you rate your Zen compared to Backbone Zen? <laughs> my Zen is probably by far my worst hero. I've played it once in Overwatch League. I've walked out of spawn and instantly died and never picked the hero <laughs> in the league again. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm such a client on Zen. Like, I really can't explain how bad it is. Oh, I love the uncoachable slang coming out there. The client. Yeah. I can't. I, yeah. I can't believe Boneback. I can't believe Boneback might actually make another appearance. It's you it know never. I'll just yeah. we'll, that would Climb be an be on DPS. I, you, you did hold, you did raid me on Twitch the other day, funny Astro, and I was looking at uh, like old vods and stuff like that. I was watching some old fusion vods the other day, and you were on Brig. 
uh, against San Francisco Shock in the in the Countdown Cup Finals. I remember oh, no. your break. Oh no, not that map. Oh, not that match. That match was oh, bad. Sorry, you can yeah, watch, I brought up another match. But... Actually, that one didn't go so well. I Twilight wanted to was... highlight your break and how good your break was, but uh, yeah, I would. I'm still pretty comfortable in my break, but yeah, I mean. You're not just a lose your one trick. I'm trying to beat the allegations here. You, you're obviously uh, a fantastic fine. main support. So there you go. Thank you. Um, Thank you. But the allegations will never be beaten. Yeah. Um, I did realize during just this episode that there is a British Hurricane jersey behind you. W will you be repping that for now? Or, uh, <laughs> will, you know, will you have yeah. a Wee Spit Fire merch handed out to you? I might draw the dragon on a t-shirt for fun. <laughs> no, 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 you guys don't even I'm sure I can replicate guys, that. I can, give you, I can give you a uniform right now. There's, here's your new uniform. Everyone just wears the Welsh flag. There you go, that's your new uniform. Perfect, that's your logo. Actually. We've got, we've got the, the dragon Welsh, on it. I, you guys just like, you know what? We're a Welsh team, not even British Hurricane. The, the Welsh dragons. We don't have the, the one Welsh player. <laughs> in, the one good who, Welsh player that? is not on our team. Name one, who's W Name one. Oh, <laughs> that's I don't right. think we could do that. That that would be cruel. Taking the flag and not having him on the team. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah, maybe. I I, I think I saw looking for team tweet or something like that. Anyway, uh, yeah. So it's obviously going to be great to follow both your teams uh, moving forward. So what what's kind of like next ahead? Obviously, OWCS starts in like three weeks, four weeks, something like that. The qualifiers. Are you guys just screaming for now? Streaming scrims, practicing, figuring stuff out. Is that kind of like everything that's going on right now? just uh, on a daily basis scrimming i think there's not much else to do yeah, yeah. well for for us we're we haven't, we haven't started scrimming because i mean the cranes are starting here so we're waiting for the cranes to get here and then we'll start scrimming hmm. yeah and funny answer will you be streaming your scrims on a regular basis with this squad i think so not as not every scrim um i'm definitely going to turn it back now that competition's a little more serious okay but we will be streaming a good good amount i think yeah do you do you guys think there'll be any crossover players like NA players playing in EU, EU players playing in NA? Landon is literally Landon, playing. Landon, yeah, Landon is literally on <laughs> there you go. that team. Yeah, yeah, right. So, but is he is he is he playing on ping? Like, what's the story? Yeah, he's on the East Coast. It's only ninety five ping or something. It's right, right. very playable. I think it's not a problem. Uh, you know, this just proves that Landon is actually Welsh because I just forgot that he was even from NA. <laughs> I was just, and, I just yeah, assumed it's, it's he was a short British. Flight, I think. Yeah. For big matches, we can fly. Oh over. my god, Solo, oh, you're a genius. He's so fast. Holy. 13 pounds? That's a steal. Yeah, this is a bargain. We need to send that over to Avril. He loves his tank tops. Wow. I'll rep it. I'll rep it for the next Super Bowl. Yeah. For the next Super Bowl, yeah. That that is great. I always you you guys should probably do a fundraiser. You can get that, that money going, get get merch. Get merch for uh This is how we'll get paid now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, crowdfunding. You know, the, the award space is really invested in that. They said there's going to be more crowdfunding for the major events. That's so what they're doing for the go. tournaments. So, mess exactly. much too. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, get some more news about that. Well, all right. It's been great to chat about you about your new teams. Uh, just quickly before we end the show here, um, I want you guys to talk about teams that are not yours. So now you can get now you can like go ham. You can give your opinions for real now. Um, 
in the Korean region. There was one stack team, Team Hamster, uh, that everyone was looking at as the, one of the favorites to win this entire entire year, of course. But then, what happened, Avril? Run us through what happened. Hanbin's tweet is no more. <laughs> Fearless is looking for team. Yeah. EU, Fearless is like realizing that, like, shit, the Korean region is going to be a mess and he's trying to go abroad. What's going on here, Avril? No, that doesn't make I any sense. I haven't educated Jess for this. I, I know what he, happened. I think I know what's okay, happened. You, Obviously, RuPaul, not, go on, go on, tell us. I want to know. I really, it's actually so crazy. I'm not even sure if people will believe me, but uh, I'm not going to say it. But I do know what happened. <laughs> okay. I, no, I don't know for sure what bit. happened, but my guess is an org came in and offered to sign them, but only want five people on salary, is my guess. And oh, so they did Having an extra man on the roster, because teams are going to try and slim down. Now that it's not the Overwatch League. So Hamster's not dead. Hamster My is guess not is dead. that Hamster is not dead. Oh, I think they've Hamster's just signed to a team. Guys, In other words, guys, Fearless got kicked. Exclusive. Live, live on Platchat. Hello Reddit, hello Reddit, Platchat exclusive. Hamster not dead. Yeah. We think. Officially not <laughs> we dead. Think. We, we think not, not officially. dead. Hamster officially is not, not dead. dead and Fearless did not get kicked. Okay. All right. There is. And there, right. was an org, there was an org involved. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. And it wasn't Team Platchett. I, I, I put it out there. I was like, Johnny, Team Platchett Hamster? That could have been the, the GOAT team. Could have been. Yeah, we don't have that champions. kind of money. Platchett. Uh, we don't even know what they were asking for. We could have just. You guys just want a thousand bucks? Like, how much do you want? Like, <laughs> how much to put our logo on your jersey? Yeah, what about Can like you imagine a hundred we 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 don't we're not set a lot of savings right here. We we pay out our money, so you know we're trying to support. Sort of free man manscaped kit. They'd love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Give them all. Give them all a weed whacker each. Even Fearless can get a weed whacker. He'll stay for that. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Can you imagine manscaped team hamster? That would be great. Uh, sorry, no when leaks you, on this show. No leaks you, on this when show. When you want to, you want to shave down your hamster. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God! Oh, I'm moving on. Yeah. Holy fuck! Uh, another roster. That's, uh, you know, Team Amster obviously going to be one of the favorites this year. But uh, another roster that uh, was announced was Kaluge's roster. Uh, you got Kaluge, uh, Sam, Seeker, Ultraviolet, Liar. This is actually quite a stacked squad here. Uh, Rapal, thoughts? They're good. I mean, this is basically like my team at Winthrop, except for, uh, except for Tree, because he's underage. Yeah, which is uh, a miss. I mean, that's disappointing. Yeah, it is. I mean, this team will... There, okay, there was, uh, there was, was being the keyword, there was an org uh, in NA interested in this team, but, you know, things changed and uh, they, they, uh, they did not pick up this team, so that's why they're looking for org. But I do think this is the, this will be the shame. other top team in NA. It is a shame. Funny Astro, it is a, it is a shame. But, um, yeah, I mean, these are the other best players in NA, right? I, I actually really wanted to keep playing with Seeker. And, you know, if it wasn't a player like Merritt, who's, like, one of the best, I definitely would have tried to be on a team with them. I, I really like that guy. And uh, yeah, these guys are... This is a stacked team. Is, is there enough room for a third stacked team? There's going to be three slots from NA, right? You, know, you guys, you know, Kaluja's team, who's, is there going to be a third team? Like, there's got to be a third team. There's but... one more really good tank How in much... NA that hasn't announced the team. Yeah, there is oh, one more. Super! <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Super's good. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Kate is coming I back. I imagine there will be Kate a team coming? with Hawk, <laughs> mm -hmm. with some other players on it that will 
be the third top what was team that, in NA. What was that rumor from Varun that Hawk was going to play in Yeah, Hawk, Kepster, Kai. Like what I said, things have been crazy. Things, yeah. oh, I think, I think <laughs> actually every day something, something else changes. Like, actually every day. Europe was a little wild for about So you're saying weeks. that could have been true. That was nearly um, true. I don't think that exact roster was ever going to happen. It has to be so toxic to like try to get these teams together and then like you wake up one day and this player just goes like, sorry, I'm practicing with these other guys. Like, yeah, it, you can't yeah, like kinda... get practice time together because people just leave and join and leave and join. Like it's all over the place. Yeah. Is there a lot of streaming in EU right now? Like, Yeah, there is. And every, <laughs> it's just like the same 10 people with different people swapped in and out. Uh, <laughs> it's just yeah. like the same, like we script the same team or we script different teams and they had three of the same people on, on two different teams. So, so everyone is just like scrimming with everyone. Um, yeah, it's so, just a complete mess. Not not that I'm asking for you to leak the roster, but is there a Kevster super team coming at some stage? Surely there should be. Well, yeah, Kevster's going to be on a team. Yeah. Yeah, but is it going to be a Kevster super team? I mean, there's team? three slots in Europe, and there's three slots in NA, and so far, I mean, if we're guessing there's going to be a Brawl meta, we hope that Funny Astro qualifies with, with Spotfire, but, I mean, there's there's still a lot of room here for teams qualifying. <laughs> look, I was part of, Look, I, I just have some... Again, I don't want to go Trauma. back to my playing days, but, like, <laughs> we... I, I've been part of disappointing teams before, and you, you think you're going to qualify, and then you don't. It's an awful experience. Also so. last year. We've all been there. Yeah, yeah, that's. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It does happen. It does happen. Yeah. In fact, that favorite teams don't qualify for playoffs. Um, so I, I don't want to. I don't want to put that out into the air. I'm sorry, but yeah, I mean, there is still a lot of room for interpretation. And I don't know. We're, we're, we shouldn't really try to do this chat episode now when we don't have all the facts and all the teams in front of us. But um, there is a lot of really exciting players and a lot of exciting teams still around that are yet to be announced. So. Maybe we'll get to that another day. But um, we got confirmed from you guys anyway that there's still a lot of chaos going on and things yeah. are not settled yet. And so we'll see how it goes. Uh, there's just one roster left, I guess, then, Avril, that you put in here. Yeah, this is the big one. This is the one you guys all forgot about. It's the mom <laughs> and dad team featuring Punk's dad. Uh, I think that's one of them is Sugar Freeze. Yeah. Yeah, Lenny's dad. You got Mama Rack in there. Uh, I'm going to actually go Barker, to this. I don't know. Barker's, the... Barker's mom. And there's one more. Who's the other? I'm going to have to look at this tweet and actually. Original Doctor. Who's this? Oh, Kellex. Kellex is dad. Kellex, uh, yeah. Plank. Yeah. Anyway, the mum and dad team. I don't even know what their roles are. Oh, okay. Well, I do, we do know the We got the tag. Two yeah. DPSs, two support <laughs> there. So looking for org. NAEU. This could be the Platchat team. This could be the Platchat team. Surely, this is the Platchat roster. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I I, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Reinforcers. Oh, my God. Fit in right with this team? Jesus Christ. Well, what, 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 are we, what are we doing here? Uh, Reinforcers would actually bring down the average age quite significantly. So I'm going to bench <laughs> Punk's dad. <laughs> That's what I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I mean, we're going to do a Platchat team, but then Costa, he, he he departed, and now he's part of some trainer. content creator group, so, a you know, snake. that's... Yeah, yeah, truly, no. <laughs> that's how it goes. Uh, I don't know, Avril, do you have any more questions here? Uh, there's obviously not a ton to talk about yet, because we don't have uh, all the rosters. Yeah, sure, I got a question. But, uh... Who's, who's going to be better between NA and EU? 
Is that too Which spicy? World Cup, right? <sighs> I think oh, that's a good answer. That was a well, good this is different year, but I think this year, overall, I think EU will be better. Um, I think they have a lot of support there, and they have a lot of good players. Like they're like overall, they have like a lot, but at the top, top, like the team that's gonna like win it all. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna win it all. Um. Man's yeah, going back to back. The man with enough money for two imports and a team house might win it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what a blessing. Uh, yeah, what a blessing. It, yeah. Then, must you, be nice. then you end up then you end up in a brawl Ryan Mirror in the finals and you know, Hardy steps up with the hammer and game time, yeah. right? So I mean you never yeah. know what can happen. I mean, like there's just gonna be different my, my guess is there's just gonna be different regional matters and one region is just gonna have a stronger meta, like a stronger team comp, like pretty much what happened in World Cup, and it's just going to be a gamble. Um, which region is right about the meta? Like we all we all know, Korea is going to play dive. Um, seen it before. <laughs> Europe and NA are just going to play rush, <laughs> and then yeah. whack it out, see who wins. Yeah, whack it out, see who wins. I like that. Uh, look, I'm I'm happy for you guys. You, you guys at least found your squads, and I'm really excited to see both your teams participating in the OWCS. And uh, I'm really can't wait for this to get off the ground because, by God, at this point, it's been a long off season, and I'm ready to to actually get back into competitive play. And I'm ready for season nine. Season nine is going to be a lot of fun next week. Uh, as usual on this podcast, before we wrap it up, we do brands play of the week. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any nominations, some outsider nominations uh, from RuPaul, Funny Astro, someone who stood out this week. Someone who did a great job, uh, someone who you want, you want to highlight in the community. Uh, I can see RuPaul thinking, is there someone, someone um, that comes to mind get it. that you want to shout out? This you is an honorable get it? award. <laughs> who should get it? Why should For I your get service it? to the community by giving us <laughs> some important information. <laughs> that, was, that was the other week. That was the other week. That was a few uh, weeks ago. Yeah, a few weeks ago. I think you should get it backdated. But, okay. Uh, no, I was gonna. I was gonna <laughs> a say. I was gonna say because I watched uh, the Kong All Heroes like final day. I watched all the matches that day. Yeah, uh, it was good. And they actually uh, they lost, but uh, Senna, Senna, I think is her name. Yeah, the she... soldier player. Yeah, yeah, soldier player. Like in the grand finals, the team like I think it was X10 was the enemy soldier, and they're really good. And like the whole tournament, they've been like going crazy, like one v nining. But in the finals, like Senna. Actually, they did like did so good, and uh, my whole chat was going crazy. So I'll give it to her. Yeah, I I, I I did some. Yeah, you're fine with that, funny Astro. Sounds like a good. Call. I didn't watch Calling All Heroes. It was okay. On too late for me. <laughs> what about you, Avril? Yeah, I'm on the EU time zone, unfortunately. So, uh, know how that be? Yeah, I did co-stream Calling All Heroes on my channel as well, uh, and I agree with you. Uh, there were some really good standout players, and uh, Senna was one of them. So, uh, unexpected, but Brent's Player of the Week in episode 212, I think it's 212, goes to Senna uh, from Wisp Embers uh, for yep. their amazing performance in Calling All Heroes. Congratulations to Timeless Ethereal, of course. Um, Timeless Ethereal, I mean, they've been dominating the Calling All Heroes circuit, uh, but it was a really good tournament. Um, it was really fun to follow and of course people co-streaming and really chatting about the tournament so, so it was a great time so Senna gets Brent's player of the week for episode 212 and there you go uh, that concludes the Calling All Heroes uh, series championship as, as well and we'll see if they bring back the Calling All Heroes I mean I really hope they bring back the World Cup and Calling All Heroes because that really rounded out the scene uh, with yep. 
path to pro yeah. contenders and everything just being the OWCS now. There's not a ton of stuff um, going on for tier two and stuff like that. So hope they bring that back. But uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, Funny Astro, Rapal, Avril, thank you for thank you for joining the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. All right, there we go. We'll be back next week, maybe with a special episode. Maybe with a special episode. I got I got some guests that we don't typically see on Plat Chat. Uh, it's going to be a fun one, so I urge you to stay tuned to that. Sorry for the scuff this week. You know we don't typically do Friday episodes, but Funny Astro, Rupaul. Uh, I take it you guys are going to go stream after this. I go scrims. Scrims. Yep. That won't be streamed. RuPaul, what about you? You going streamed. live on Twitch? Uh, I actually, I got, I got homework to be honest, but stream, stream later. Okay, stream later. Yeah, I wanted to shout out their streams. Go support them <laughs> on their individual streams. Donate some subs or something. Uh, if not, I'll be there. So give me money. But there you go. Platinum Watch episode two twelve. Uh, <laughs> thank you for this week. We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody.